you're tuned into Thoughts to Myself Podcast. Man, how's everybody doing this morning? I hope that you're doing great. Me, not so much. Not feeling too good today, but still got to put in this work, even though I don't really feel like it, but we're going to get it in. We're going to get it done either way because, you know, a real champion doesn't quit when he's tired or when they feels like it. A real champion quits when they're done. Now, shout out to my baby girl, Taya, a.k.a. Spooky Haya, for the uh, Inktober event that's going on on Instagram. Because uh, I love my baby girl and I know that she listens. So, but let's get into, uh, you know, some of these topics for the day. I've been spending a little bit more time on Twitter than usual. And the reason why I have been doing that is because I have been getting uh, more attention on Twitter than what I'm used to. What I mean by that is I've been getting followed by some pretty heavy hitters out here, some, you know, verified accounts out here. Like, for instance, Andrew Main from Don't Trust Andrew Main on A&E followed me on Twitter. Then we have Marsha Wright, brand influencer. Follow me on the Twitter. And then today, let me see if I can find it. We had something like kites. Follow me on the Twitter. So these are some heavy hitters out here, man. You know, these aren't any uh just ragtag influencers that are out here, uh, you know, jumping on this on my account and following my account. It was kind of surprising to me because, like, my account, I'm not really actually on Twitter much. I'm on Twitter right now while I'm talking about it and looking at it. Like, my followers, my following isn't that big on Twitter. I'm actually... My following is actually bigger on Instagram and Facebook than it is on Twitter. Matter of fact, you can follow me on Instagram because I do have that in the description of this podcast. It's DeVille, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram and DeVille229 on Twitter. So I would highly appreciate Anybody who would jump over there and follow these tweets and follow these Instagrams. I don't even know if Instagrams is the right word. I mean, it sounds good, but at the same time, it doesn't really sound that good. Instagrams, I don't know, man. But either way, 
So then I was uh, as I was on Twitter this morning, I noticed I was checking out uh, Gary V's tweets and. It was one young lady who was saying that she listens to Gary V so much that she actually dreams about it. You know, she's actually hearing Gary V in his sleep. And someone responded to that and said, you know, if you're listening to Gary V, but you're not actually doing what he says, then that's another form of procrastination. And I totally 100% agree with that. Um, Because when I think about it, it's like, I listen to Gary Vee on a pretty regular basis on my way to work, on my way home. You know, I put it on when I'm in the car because I don't really like to listen to music that much. The main times that I'm listening to music is when I'm in the gym or, you know, if I go out to party, things like that. But I'm not the type of person that really just gets in the car and, you know, vibes out to some music. I used to be, but for some reason, as of late, you know, the past, I'm going to say like the past year or so, I've been more interested in listening to uh commentary listen to people's thoughts listen to people's ideas i mean which music at the same time is people's thoughts and ideas but just in a different format but i've gotten to the point where i'd rather listen to someone talk and explain something to me than i would just listen to you know, just someone's music. And I actually have put some of the things that I've learned from Gary V into action, you know, like trying to take one piece of content and turn it into several pieces of content. You know what I mean? Like, You record something for one platform and then, you know, you may cut it this way to uh, for a still picture for your Instagram. Then you may take use a video of it from for your Snapchat, so on and so forth. And I definitely been on top of the uh, a whole thrifting thing. You know, uh, I was like the whole Goodwill and yard sale thing. I was introduced to Goodwill back in probably 2000. It was somewhere in between 2011 and 2013 when I was going through a separation from my wife at the time. And when I moved into my apartment, this was the first apartment that I ever had alone. And I furnished that apartment all with uh, things that I found at Goodwill. From my TV stand to my couch to my... What else did I get out of there? 
I got the TV stand. I got the couch. At the time, that's all I really had because I had a one-bedroom apartment. I already had a dresser and I already had a bed. So, yeah, I got my TV stand. I got my couch. And my mother gave me, like, some tables. But that was my first introduction to the Goodwill. And after that point, my daughter, my daughter's a reader, so we would go in there. We'd get, like, books out of there because you you can get books out of Goodwill for, like, 75 cents versus going to Bars and Nobles and, you know, paying $20 or more for a book. You can go to Goodwill and get books for really pocket change. Now, you might not be able to find, and you probably won't be able to find specific books but you know there's plenty of books in there if you look through it you'll probably find something that you like and that was my first introduction to the goodwill but i never really looked at it as somewhere where i might be able to get a profit until i ran into gary v since then i have found a hundredth anniversary um nba What's it called? I want to say it's a mug, but it's not the technical term. The legit term for it is not mug, but whatever, whatever. I found this mug, this 100th anniversary edition basketball NBA mug in Goodwill for like five bucks. And, you know... I found a Barbie Christmas edition with, I don't know the name of the children, but it's like two kids in a whole set from, it's like 20 years old. I paid like three bucks for that. Then I found a Smokey the Bear in the box with the book. And I paid like two bucks for that. And all this stuff is, I've noticed, is selling for more than what I paid for it. But, you know, the problem with me so far has been that I have not been able to let go of any of these things. Like these things that I found, for some reason, I've been feeling the need to or want to hold on to those things, you know. But eventually, I'll, I'll put them on the market and see if I can flip them and make a profit on them. But there's there's always a part of me that feels like, you know, what if I sell it now? And if I had held it for another year, another five years, another 10 years, it would have been worth this. You know, I have that type of mentality. And it may be hindering me a little bit. Because, you know, just constantly thinking about the what if versus going with the now. Because I know, like, for instance, the Smokey the Bear uh, stuff, Fluffy, whatever you want to call it. I know that it's selling for like 35, 40 bucks on eBay. And I paid $2 for it. So I could easily get that profit. But then there's a part of me that's like, well, maybe if you hold it a little bit longer, you can make more. 
And that make I think that's the problem that a lot of us have is that we try to get rich off of the first deal that we ever do instead of, you know, taking a lot of the smaller paydays and building on building on that to, you know, make it bigger. But it's whatever. Y'all didn't come in for that. Y'all came here for some morning motivation too bad because you're gonna get some morning this one now recently i've had someone come to me and tell me about a one of their co-workers who was heavily criticizing the work that they were doing now this guy um he really is a overachiever he does everything above and beyond the standard that is set as far as the way that he should be doing or what he's supposed to be doing but then he still has someone to come in and say that you're not doing enough and you know you you could be doing a better job and you're not reaching the expectations that people have for you and that's some bull and so I just wanted to let you know you're very rarely going to be criticized by people that are doing better than you. It's always the low hanging fruit. It's always the people that are not quite living up to their own potential. that are going to be the ones that come in and want to heavily critique what you're doing. Want to heavily, you know, lay their hand on top of, what you're doing and try to tell you about how you're not doing enough. At the end of the day, I feel like that is because they know that they really are the one that's not doing enough. I once said in this podcast that is two ways to have the biggest building in the city. The first way you go out, you get your materials, you get your workforce, you get your people together, and you build the build biggest building in the city. The second way is that you go out and you knock down the biggest building in the city, and then you can be the biggest building in the city just by default because you've destroyed the biggest building in the city. And that's what people are trying to do, these people who are not not only not exceeding what you're doing but not even meeting the same standard that you're setting they want to come in and criticize your work and critique your work and want to tell you that you're not doing enough and that you you know we had higher expectations for you and higher expectations for your work screw those people look I've never had anybody, and I'll legit say this, I've never had anybody that was in a higher position than me that made more money than me come to me and criticize my work. But I've had several people that are on the same level as me or that are under uh, the level that I'm on to come to me and try to criticize and critique my work. Screw those people. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep pushing. It's a, the reason why they're 
so interested in what you're doing anyway is because you're above them and you're doing more than what they're doing but they don't have the testicular fortitude to admit that so that breeds envy and that makes them want to try to bring you down they're trying to knock your building down so that your building so that their building looks bigger than your building instead of focusing on building a bigger building than you they're focusing on knocking your building down so their building looks bigger you get me take this information and do with it what you will but one thing that i'm gonna need for you to do is have an amazing day remember to be the reason somebody motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference Get you some breakfast up in you. I don't care if it's cornflakes. Throw some little bananas in there, a little sugar. Throw that 2% skim milk in there if you're still drinking cow milk. Because I know a lot of people have shied away from that. And they're on that almond milk and this nut milk and nut juice pause. Or fast forward depending on how you look at it. But either way, make sure you have an amazing day. And get out there and get shit done thank y'all for tuning in to thoughts to myself podcast i appreciate each and every last one of y'all y'all are the reason that i do this and i love you and i'm glad that you tuned in today and i hope that you tune in tomorrow you feel what i'm saying yes i am coming with another episode of advice for gym news this evening you can expect that hopefully around 7 p.m 7 30 i'm gonna be dropping it Hey. Look, I got things to do, man. I got to go out here and get shit done. I'm out of here. Peace.